joined now by head coach of the Houston Texans, David Culley. Coach, always good to talk with you. You and I had a nice long discussion with our teammates in the business operations side of things earlier this morning. And one of the first things we talked about was Deshaun Watson. What can you tell us about how that meeting went and anything else on the horizon there? The meeting went well. Uh, it was basically just to get to know you kind of meeting. When you have those kind of meetings with players, Drew, those meetings are always private. What we say in those meetings stays private. It was a good meeting. He is a wonderful person. He's a wonderful player. And we are committed to him. You have many reasons for optimism in general. And one of those lately has been the announcement of your coaching staff. You know who the assistants are. You knew who they were, but that got announced to the public in the last few days. Tell me about this group of what you've labeled as teachers. You know, there are many things, but teachers, that's one of the most important things they are, isn't it? Drew, you're exactly right. And the thing about it is I got like-minded guys. I got not only guys like me, but some of those guys on my staff that basically like, for example, Lovey Smith, who I've known for a long time, kind of been a mentor to me in this business. We have the same goals and we have the same mindset about how we go about things and what needs to happen to be successful. And I was very fortunate with, 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 the, with the help of being able to get a staff that is exactly like what I am as far as wanting teachers. And we were very fortunate to have a group of guys that fit that mode. Yeah, you got Lovey Smith who you mentioned. He's coached in a Super Bowl. You have Romeo Cornell is still a special assistant. He's not an assistant coach, but he's still involved. Coached in Super Bowls, also was a head coach. Then you got younger guys. Tim Kelly is one of them. He's your offensive coordinator. How important is it to have those guys who are long in the tooth experience-wise, but then also have younger guys who might have some new ideas as well? It's, it's kind of a gumbo of sorts, right? And that's a good thing, yes. I, I imagine. It is a good thing. It is a good thing, Drew. And the thing about Tim is it's always good when you're moving forward to have continuity in what you're doing, especially offensively. And he did such a wonderful job last year with this football team with that. And I, it was important to have that continuity moving forward. All the people I talked to about Tim were very, very positive about him. And uh, having been here with him now for these last three weeks, I mean, everything that I've been told about Tim, everything that I knew about Tim is all there plus more. And as I said before to someone, I don't remember who it was, Tim is a ball coach, just like I am. He's a ball coach. And we've assembled guys around him and around Lovey. We've assembled guys around those guys that are just like that, Drew. And then when you get that going, and you, when you hit the football field with guys that love what they do, that have a great passion for what they do, and then that thing just trickles down to those players. And every time you go out on the football field with those particular guys, you know you have a chance to get better. And that's all players want to do is get better. And they want to be able to trust you to be able to do that. And I've been fortunate enough to assemble a coaching staff that, that feels that way and that is going to do those things for us. Yeah, and another notable name on that coaching staff is Pep Hamilton. He comes into the mix. He's going to help out as the passing game coordinator. Going to be interesting to see how he and Tim collaborate. What was most attractive about bringing Pep to the squad for you? He's had a lot of success with quarterbacks. He's been very successful. And, of course, everybody knows this past year he was coaching the rookie of the year in this league. Did a tremendous job. He's done a tremendous job when he was at the coach with Andrew Luck. He's had a history wherever he's coached, whether it's been in college or in the NFL level, of being successful. I've known Pep for a long time and felt very fortunate 
to be able to have him to join our staff because I think he is a great fit for what we're doing here. He's a great fit for not only for, for Tim, but for giving ideas and whatnot. You always want guys, you always want ideas. You always want different ideas. And Tim has been great with all of a sudden wanting to have good ideas about moving forward and doing things. And Pep will bring a lot of experience there to be able to help us go that direction. Texans fans know what they saw defensively as far as a scheme last year. Lovey Smith, we know about his history. How do those two things meet? How do they veer off? You know, what do you see the, the uh, direction schematically of the defense going in 2021? Well, that's a good question. And I'll tell you what, here's the thing. Lovey Smith loves his philosophy is taking the ball away. So when you got an offense that doesn't want to give it away and you got a defense that is coached and their philosophy is to take it away, that's a pretty good formula for winning in this league, regardless of what kind of system you got. And that's how Tim is as an offensive guy. And that's how Lovey is as a defensive guy. So with all those assistants now in place and with what Nick Casario and his crew are doing on the personnel side of things, what do the next few weeks hold for you all? What are you all doing as a, as a group? Well, as a group right now, as a staff is, what we're doing is in the mornings, Tim and Lovey and, and Frank are having staff meetings with their coaches. And basically what we're doing is self-scouting each other. We're self-scouting what we do here, uh, what we did last year, what we need to do to move forward offensively and defensively and special teams. And then in the afternoons, Drew, what we do is we're in, we're in uh, free agency right now. We're getting ready to go into the draft. And in the afternoons, we split it up to where our coaching staff gets to go and evaluate and watch video, get evaluations on players for free agency and the draft. So it's, it's a full day for us. It's no different, Drew, than what any other staff in this league would be doing, although we're just new and doing it together. And then the fact that we all haven't been together in this building yet, we've been Zooming. Of course, Zoom is the thing now in this league. Uh, it was that way all last year. But basically, we've been getting the same things done through Zoom meetings that we would if we were here in the building. And speaking of being in the building, starting Monday for the first time, I'll get to see all of those guys in person here in this building for the first time this year. And we're so excited to have that. Yeah, I got to imagine that's got to get you charged. You're a people person. I mean, I've, I've been around you in the building on Zoom. I got to imagine that's got you more amped up than, than you've even been before you got this job, right? Listen, Drew, this is a people business. It always will be. Having the Zoom meetings, we've had some fun on the Zoom meetings with each other. But, I mean, we, we kind of had each of the coaches to kind of talk to us about, just give us something that maybe nobody would know about you that might, you know, kind of give us a little laugh. <laughs> and those guys were really, really good about that. But I would say this, had we had that and it would have been person to person, Oh, man, you talking about could have been hilarious now. But for the fact that it was Zoom, that we really couldn't chime in like we needed to, whether it's person to person. So I'm so excited to be able to get them in here. And I actually have some things that I, that I wrote down when those guys were telling me about things that I'm going to bring back up again because I want to see the reaction person to person. It's a little bit different when you're seeing that reaction like you and I are right now. Right. So, again, very excited to have them in. There was a little bit of chipping away at the ice, I take it, and you're going to bust on through it once you guys are all in person. That's, that's and there ain't no better way to bust than in person. <laughs> hey, a moment ago, you talked about self-scouting. Now, when a team goes 4-12 and 12 and you self-scout afterwards, I imagine you see a lot of mistakes. But I'm guessing you saw a lot of stuff that can be corrected, and you got to see some signs of optimism. Is that, is that accurate? Yes, that is accurate. But let me tell you something about self-scouting when you're 4 and whatever or when you're – 12 and whatever. 
when you're 12 and whatever, you see just as many mistakes, Drew, as you do as if you were four and whatever. And here's what happens is when you look at it and when you look at it when you've won 12, you say and say, how in the world are we doing 12 games with doing what we just did? And then when you look at the four wins, you look at it and you say, man, we were this close to being able to do that. You know, if this right here would happen, we just make this correction right here, it's going to flip everything around. And that's why you self-scout. And that's why you look and the encouraging thing about that, Drew, is this, is that when you look and you say, okay, we eliminate this mistake, we get this thing right, and then the next thing you know, it gets flipped. And, and the, the really good thing about getting it flipped, Drew, is this, is that we look at self-scout, we looked at what happened last year, but we don't ever go back to last year. Right. We move forward with what's going. And then we take those mistakes, we correct them, and then all of a sudden, you get a flip. You can get a flip like that, and that's why the self-scouting is so important. But it can be a positive thing. But it, it can be a negative thing, too, now when you win 12. But you guys just don't ever see the negative part when you, when you win 12. We sit here and come out of that meeting and say, oh, my goodness, man, were we very fortunate to be able to do that. And then the other side is, as I mentioned earlier, when you see the four, you sit here and you're you encouraged, but just correct this, just correct that. And we can do that. And that's what's encouraging about that. And you, you talk about moving forward. We discussed the meeting with Deshaun Watson, but he's not the only guy that you've met with that's a part of this roster. What have been your interactions? What have they been like? Because I imagine you've talked to some guys on Zoom. You're in the building. Some guys come in and work out. It's been a bunch of different types of interactions, but what have been your impressions of some of the, the players that you've met? Very positive. First of all, when they come up to me and they're smiling, that's a good thing, you know? <laughs> I haven't had anybody come up to me yet that wasn't smiling and it didn't have that look on their face, kind of like the look that I have on my face when I walk in this building every, every day. And Drew, that's exciting to know. And, and here's the other thing about that. Each and every one of those players that I have met doesn't even think about what happened last. They're all in the mode of being able, we're moving forward. We're moving on in this direction. But all you gotta do is be able to take that self-scout, go ahead and correct things, get on the field. Whenever we can get on the field, go out on the field and do those things. And I feel like with this coaching staff that I have right here, we can go out and do those things and feel confident enough to be able to go out and do the things that we need to do to be successful.